We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, talking Oklahoma City Thunder basketball and the wider NBA. Sam Presti said, lower the hatch, load up the cannon, and get the tank out rolling. Catch new episodes after each Thunder game and every Sunday night. This is a house of learning doctors. Follow The Uncontested on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to catch new content as it drops. I mean, a cat and a dog connected together? This is Lou Dork. You're listening to The Uncontested. What is up? Welcome to The Uncontested Podcast. We're part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is the post-NBA draft edition It's been a wild, wild month of draft speculation from the NBA draft lottery all the way up to draft night tonight, where we are recording before the Thunder make their 55th overall selection. We figured we'd rather get this out sooner, and the 55th pick probably isn't going to be super significant. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. First live pod we've done in a long time, gentlemen. I can see you and smell you. And <laughs> We've touch got. You. I forgot how tall Justin was. <laughs> I'm used to that. Well, Justin is here. Hello, everybody. We're also inside Taylor's house with Taylor. That'd be weird if we were inside his house without him. <laughs> Taylor's not here. Um, let let it be known. Uh, let it be on the record that my dogs Rumble and Brody just absolutely adore Justin. They like Jacob too, but Do they you, just adore Justin. Can you see what's happening right now? His head is like. <laughs> wedged between the small of my back and the pillow and he's just like licking away and i that's a very vivid picture for our listeners but that just kind of sums up my evening that's hey that's what's happened that that's what we're here for man so gentlemen speaking of summing up evenings right? yeah before we get into this draft and the thunder and everything that's happened a few announcements uh awesome awesome live stream Yes. During the draft, if you tuned into the live stream, thank you so 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 much. We had a wonderful time and a, great great turnout. Yeah, a ton of people tuned in. So we greatly, sorry, I'm burping as well. <laughs> we greatly greatly appreciate that. Um, I was just about to say we we had some pizza and wings beforehand, but I think you kind of covered that. <laughs> yes, I, right I, hey, I got it. Exhibit A. <laughs> we did two draft-themed giveaways. Um, We are going to search through who won those tonight and reach out. Somebody won 
an OKC Thunder swingman of one of the rookies. Josh Giddy jersey mm. incoming for one of our listeners who won the draft contest. Not me. And then we've got a we've got to canvas all of our social media accounts. I don't know if anybody guessed on our social media post Josh, Josh Giddy at six, but whoever did is getting a free T-shirt. Could be one of our new Thunder Down Under shirts. There we Ooh, go. Yeah. So we will uh, we're, we'll figure that out as well. And very exciting announcement from us tonight. I'm super stoked. To, to to reveal this. We've been in the works with this, planning it for a few weeks, and it's looking like it's going to come to fruition. Ooh, that, those birds are coming <laughs> up strong, baby. <laughs> those wings are coming back up. <laughs> we are hosting, for the first time ever, a live, uncontested event. Dun, dun, dun. We are going to be hanging out at Prairie in downtown OKC, for a Thunder Summer League game, specifically on Friday, August 13th. 13th or 14th. 13th or 14th. It's on a Friday <laughs> Which night. Which one's a Friday. <laughs> it's on a Friday night. Well, you could tell that, yeah, that we did not plan this out. 13th. 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 Friday, August 13th, the Thunder Summer League team will play the Golden State Warriors and Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, two guys we thought the Thunder might draft. Mm, that's fun. At 6 p.m. Central Time. And we are going to hang out at Prairie with everybody. And here's the kicker. First 50 people in the door who are coming to the uncontested watch party. Get a ticket and the first drink's on us. Boom. Woo! Come enjoy a beer on a Friday night. Watch Josh Giddy, Alexei Pokashevsky, Teo Maladon, Vic Kretschke. Yeah. Trey Man, Trey Man, Trey Trey One K on SoundCloud, Robinson Earl, yeah, Trey One K on shout out his. As we will be hanging out watching the summer league game, and again, first fifty people there that say, "Hey, we came to the uncontested watch party. We're gonna give you a little ticket. You can redeem at the counter. Free beer. Bang bang. First one on us, man. This is a fulfillment of a long goal of ours. We had set this. True. We had set True. this up to be game one of the 2020 NBA playoffs. We had secured it. Uh, I believe it was late last February, and then you know some things happened, and that didn't come to fruition. So we've been wanting to do this for a long time. We're glad to finally get to do it. So come out, watch the Thunder Youngins, and drink some free beer. I love it. I love it. It's gonna be a blast. Um, you guys are going to have Justin and Nick covering you guys during Summer League in Vegas um, for that first part of the week. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, hopefully. <laughs> and then the latter latter half, Friday night, you guys can come and join Jacob and I, maybe a couple of the other and, guys. And Calmiar. Good, good. Calmiar. So we'll we'll have a good group out there. We'll have a blast getting to watch some of these young guys, talk with you all in person, interact. Um, it'll be a, be a good time. And everyone and, gets some beer. And every, That's the best part. Now, that's the best part, except me. I don't drink beer. But Great beer. I'll have some water, and we'll talk basketball. There we and go. And it will be a blast. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, we've delayed long enough. Gentlemen, let's mm. talk some draft. Biggest takeaway tonight. What are you going with? I think I'm going with it was the most Sam Presti type of draft. And what I mean by that is a lot of surprises. Um, I said this on the live stream, but like, not necessarily picks that made you think, oh, that's a terrible pick, but just completely unexpected, uh, completely unexpected picks. I mean, obviously, we talked about Josh Giddy um, at, at pick number six. Uh, Trey Mann, I think, was drafted much higher than a lot of people thought that he would go. And then Robinson Earl just completely um, 
you know, not somebody that was on our radar at all, uh, which just goes to show you, I think, the confidence that Sam Presti has not only in his player development staff, also his scouting team. And, you know, he doesn't care about mocks or whether other teams have other players unless it's in regards to trades. He's going to take his guy or his guys that he wants whenever they're on the board, regardless, you know. Um, now, that's not to say I don't think he didn't trade up. Um, again, we we have it from a pretty good source that he did indeed make a pretty solid offer to Toronto for that number three, or sorry, that number four pick, or uh, not Cleveland Toronto, for Cleveland, three. Cleveland for that third pick. Yep. Um, and, it so- and it sounds like Cleveland was very adamant it's, it's going to take Shea. Yep. And which matches all the rumors that we heard heading mm-hmm. into the draft is that Good if point. Cleveland's trading that away, they want a young star. And pick six is not a young star yet. Shea is. Right. Exactly. So, so Justin, your biggest takeaway from the night. My biggest takeaway is anyone that thinks they know what Sam Presti is doing coming into a draft is a liar. And that <laughs> yep. is something that we should have all known by now. But every year we get swindled by the chatter and the rumors and the sources, and it all seems like it's congealing towards something, and then it usually never does. I think Poku last year was probably the exception. Um, I think one of my other takeaways is that, you know, it, it the reality of the reality of the rebuild set in a little bit tonight for myself, and I think a lot of other Thunder fans. I think it it's very easy to talk yourself into tanking when the promise of a Cade Cunningham is out there, but when the reality of a Josh Giddy is lying in your lap, right? it feels less fun. Um, <laughs> I still uh, I still think it's the, the correct strategy for Oklahoma City, but I think what it illustrates is, you know, the, the fantasies on um, Tankathon of landing picks two and five or one and five or, or what have you. And you start to think like, man, OKC could be right back in the playoffs next year. The reality of that is like, yes, that could happen, but that's extremely unlikely. And what's way more likely is you land six, you get a Josh Giddy, you have some fun next year, but you're probably right back in the same position heading into next postseason. Yep. So all that to say... When Sam Presti sits in front of the media and tells you, if you want to be good for a long time, it takes a long time. Yeah, he uh, here's the quote that Nick put um, in a DM we have going, the longer you want to be good, the more patient it's sometimes, patience it sometimes requires. Bingo. Also, he talked about when they get when the Thunder return back to the playoffs, wanting to make an arrival yes. and not an appearance. Exactly. Bingo. And that that's what we saw from the Thunder tonight. I think Josh Giddy is going to be a very exciting young player for the Thunder. He's not a franchise saver. He's not. He can't do for the Thunder what Cade Cunningham can, what maybe an Evan Mobley could. And that's just the reality. The Thunder made a hard push to, to get those guys, and they had the assets to make a strong push. But when the team you're trading with doesn't want assets, they want stars, it doesn't the, those assets don't don't get you very far. Now, that's not to say that what happened tonight is going to happen in every draft. And I think that's the other thing that Thunder fans have to remember. Oklahoma City's not going to land the 6th pick every year that they're in the, you know, high odds for the lottery. The the balls are going to fall their way sometime. They're also not going to find themselves trading with teams that only want young stars. I think that was the case with a lot of the guys, or a lot of the teams at the top of the lottery. They're going to find teams that are willing to give up their high draft pick for 
a boatload of future draft picks. And when that happens, the Thunder are going to find themselves in a very advantageous place. Just because it didn't happen tonight or this year doesn't mean it won't ever happen. True. It, it's a process. Trust the trust the process. It's a process. It, it's not a one-hit wonder. It's not a firecracker. It's a long burn. Yep. Right? My biggest takeaway tonight, guys, I have a couple of them. Number one, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is going to have a rookie extension, a max rookie extension is going to be on this team yes. yep. for the foreseeable future. Right. All the chatter, all the noise. I'm not saying it was all bullshit because I don't think it was. I, I think there was right. legitimate shade chatter. But at the end of the day, the Thunder weren't willing to put him in an offer for three. From what we understand, th- Shea for three probably would have got you there. Thunder just wouldn't do it. Right, not they, even they, from what we understand. Like, look, they, we don't typically do play the source game, but we have a very reliable source out of Cleveland who told us that's what it would take. Yep. And the Thunder didn't feel that Mobley was worth Shea, and I honestly love that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. good point. Yep. My my other takeaway: we had debated this whole season about, you know, oh the the Poku pick, the Teo pick, the the Vic Kretschke pick last year. Those are not typical Thunder picks. They're not the super long, athletic, lack of skill guys. Are the Thunder shifting the direction they're going? Was it a Troy Weaver thing in the past, and now Presti's going a different way? Yeah. Was, is it building differently? For me, guys, tonight I answered that question. 100%. It confirmed it. Because you had that old Thunder prototype player in Jonathan Kaminga. Mm-hmm. He was sitting there at six. Keon Ava- Johnson at 18. Yeah, he was available for you. The hyper-athletic, freak athlete, built in a lab, long arms, body of a Greek god, but doesn't have the skill. Yep. And then you had Josh Giddy, which is almost the opposite. The Thunder went with Giddy. Yep. Again, you, Taylor mentioned, they passed on Keon Johnson. They went with Trey Mann instead. This is a confirmation to me that we are in a new era of Thunder basketball where new types of basketball players are valued above others. We're no longer looking for the Sergi Bacas, no longer looking for the, um, I don't know, the, the Josh Hustises, no longer digging <laughs> for true. for yeah. these the, the Perry Joneses. We're now looking for yeah. the Lucas. We're looking for the guys, maybe they can't jump out of the gym, maybe they don't have the biggest vertical at the combine. Maybe their three-cone shuttle isn't super fast. <laughs> but they're high IQ players. They can handle. They can pass. They're versatile. They're exactly. very versatile. They've got good positional size, but th- there is a very high skill level. Yep. That, and that's what the Thunder are building around now. It, 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 it is a shift in philosophy that I think is significant. It is very significant. 100%. I agree completely. I mean, I think the Kaminga call out is so huge because none of us would have been surprised if the Thunder take Kaminga at six, at six. But I think that I'm speaking for everyone in the room. Like, I I would have been a little disappointed with Kaminga at six. Yep. But I think that it was because it was kind of what we've seen that movie before. We've seen how these types of prospects play out. Not that they all play out that way, but it it didn't feel like where the Thunder are heading. Josh Giddy does. Now, that say Josh Giddy brings its own feelings, taking Josh Giddy at six. Um, but it is, when you take a step back and look at the type of player that Giddy is, 
there's a lot to like. There really is. And I've I've got a hand, I've got a phone full of texts from people that are not pleased about the Josh Giddy pick. And I I All just three don't of us. Yep. I don't feel that way right now. And maybe maybe we're the dumb ones, but as of maybe we're a little bit of homers. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. just buying in. Well, I have I have no problem uh questioning Presty draft picks in the past, but <laughs> like I don't know. There's a lot to like here. And I think what I keep coming back to is this discussion we've had around the fact that outside of the top of this draft, it's a lot of fluidity. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was looking back at Sam Vicini's, you know, draft book before this. He had Giddy at 12. Exactly. But you know what he had? He had Giddy in tier four. And I love looking at that, like breaking down, breaking down the guys into tiers because what's interesting about that is it, it puts guys in, in a wider grouping together. It's no longer yep. about, oh, he was supposed to go at 12 and he went at 6. That's ridiculous. When you look at how Vassini broke down the tiers. He had him with Garuba. He had he had Cade in Tier 1, Suggs, Mobley, Green in Tier 2, Kaminga and Barnes in Tier 3. And you can argue whether you think Kaminga del- belongs in Tier 3. But then Tier 4 is like 14 players exactly it goes from pick seven to pick 22 moses mm-hmm. moody uh shangun who we'll get into that the thunder end up trading yeah that pick book knights in that tier book giddy Knight. duarte franz wagner uh Corey thank god Kisper, that wasn't Kai the pick, Jones. by the way no kidding right? gosh i feel so much better about giddy than i do <laughs> yeah i think but, so, will be great but the, the takeaway is like they're these pieces we get so hung up on oh he was mocked here and the thunder took him here but it, if you take it a different look and look at it in kind of these these buckets of players, I think it's more helpful. And I think what Presti saw is I'm basically I'm picking in tier four. Not that I think Presti looks at Sam Vecini's draft book. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Maybe Sam Presti subscribes to the athletic. I don't know. But I wonder if he gets a discount. <laughs> but, <laughs> but use the, that code athletic fifty or whatever oh they God. say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the point Thunder being, up. Thunder up code. If you don't think about it in terms of like the numbers which I don't think Sam Presti and the Thunder development staff do. They're looking at it probably in terms of buckets like that. And they have a bucket of players, and Sam Presti says, okay, I'm picking in this bucket. If these guys are gone, I'm picking in this bucket, and Josh Giddy's my favorite from that bucket. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter at that point if it's Kai Jones or Josh Giddy. If that's who you want, and that's what we've seen for, from Presti forever in the draft, is he gets the guy he wants regardless of where he's supposed to go. Right. And I think this is another year playing that out, and I think we're going to go into next year, and if you're not expecting Presti to do that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Then I don't know what you've been watching Sam Presti do for the last decade. Yeah, I really agree. Like- let's let's dive more into Giddy, but first, we got to tell you about who's paying the bills for the show. If you love listening to us here on The Uncontested, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters like us, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for $15 a month. That's the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about the thunder, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com join. All right, guys. So let's continue our talk on on Josh Giddy. And just to refresh our listeners, Thunder take Giddy at six. They take Trey, Trey Mann at eighteen, and pick sixteen. We we were predicting a consolidation trade. Uh, I guess that happened with sixteen, where the Thunder just kicked the can down the road, traded sixteen, which ended up being Alperin Shengun, which I thought the Thunder were going going to take. Agreed for two future lottery-protected first-round picks, one from Detroit starting in 2022, one from the Washington Wizards starting in 2023. I have some thoughts on that trade as well, but let's continue our talk on Giddy. Justin, you are you know, really going in-depth there about the tiers and, and how you can't really judge it based off where a guy's mocked, but rather what bucket they are in. And my thought on on taking Josh Giddy first out of that bucket of, of tier four guys that Sam Vecini called it, Josh Giddy's 18. He's young. He's super young. And like we mentioned at the top of the show, he fits this new mold of Thunder basketball. Six foot nine, crazy length, arguably the best passer in the entire draft class. Yep. Ahead of Cade Cunningham, ahead of Sharif Cooper ahead of Jalen Green, ahead of all of them. Sharif just got drafted by uh, by the Hawks, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 48, 48 for Sharif. Mm. A lot of Hawks fans need to listen to uh, our interview with Sharif Cooper. <laughs> so, um, But he's got a type, and he went with the young upside, right? You could have taken a, a Davion Mitchell there, right? But he's 22. Yep. Presti went with, I think, who the guy who is the third youngest guy in this draft. Yep. Uh, again, he's top five. Yeah, long runway 
for Josh Giddy. So yep. to, to the Thunder fans, because we know that if we're getting DMs and texts from a bunch of people saying, what the hell is Josh Giddy? Why is he only drafting European players? <laughs> right? That was awesome. <laughs> if we're getting that, we know lots of people out there in Thunderland are feeling that. So Taylor, Justin, tell us why the Thunder sh- Thunder fans should be excited about Josh Giddy yep. and kind of what you see out of him. Well, I think the the first thing um, that we should talk about is shout out Lee Ellis of No Dunks. He he was all over this this morning, uh, but he had a very reliable source from I, I'm assuming back in his hometown Australia. Obviously, with Giddy playing for the uh, the thirty is it thirty sixers Adelaide thirty yeah, sixers yep. down in uh, yeah, Adelaide, um, and basically his source confirmed what uh, Shams came out and said um, after the pick that I believe. Um, Lee said the owner, but I don't think Clay Bennett went. I'm pretty positive it was Presti. Sam Presti, yeah. Yeah, so Presti, Dignall, and a couple other assistant coaches um, actually flew out to, I believe, California to watch Giddy um, put on basically another workout Mm -hmm. and just came away absolutely blown away. Um, I think Dignall, especially from what Lee said, found himself very impressed. Um, So, again, you guys mentioned this, but the versatility is huge, right? He's basically a – he's a wing – who can be your lead ball handler. You know, one thing that Jacob and I kind of laughed about, but also, like, it makes a lot of sense. Shea was listed, quote-unquote, as a small forward <laughs> for a lot of the season um, in, in terms of like, when you go to basketball reference, and that's because of his versatility. Obviously, he's a point guard. He he led the offense. Giddy can do so in a similar role, but it's going to be a little different. Um, what I love about Giddy is his IQ and his court vision. Um, not only um, Sam Vecini has this in his his. Uh, draft guide but Jacob you mentioned this quite a bit the similarities there in terms of IQ anyways with uh, LaMelo Ball yeah, he makes those same kind of passes it's not just the Australian connection the yeah. NBL connection they make those kinds of reads as well especially in the open court especially he, his passing in the open court reminds me a lot of Australian LaMelo right and something that I just thought of and I want to get your guys' opinion on this we've heard for the past few days that the Thunder wanted to get up to three to get Evan Mobley right they didn't end up getting there but think about Evan Mobley for a second. A really big, long guy, a little more athletic, really high IQ, really good passer for his size. Yeah. Kind of it's the same mold, mold, right? It's absolutely. the same mold, man. Absolutely. Now, something I found interesting with Giddy, again, we're talking about like the opposite um, mold of players that Presti's now drafting compared to like what we're calling Thunder 1.0 at this point. Um, Giddy doesn't have a very long wingspan which is something unique. You know, we're used to those guys having long wingspans um, that uh, that Presti usually drafts, right, or has in the past anyways. Um, the other thing with Giddy is his shot. Um, I think that's where a lot of teams were hesitant on him, maybe not quite as high as, as the Thunder. Like, for example, Sam Vecini mentions um, there are some teams who view him as a long, long-term starter, starting ball handler um, while others think of him more as a backup because of that shot or not shot selection but that but we've seen the jumper and that's where the Ricky Rubio comp the taller Ricky Rubio comp that's a good point but if the shot comes around Vecini says Lonzo Ball and I do like that yeah if the shot comes around and it did in that that Australian game that they played out here in Vegas yep for the the Olympic qualifiers or the Olympic uh, exhibition games or whatever I know that's one game but he's also 18 years old. And from what I remember, he was like crazy efficient finishing at the rim this season. So there's a lot of a lot of things to like about Giddy and another interesting aspect of this 
There is a chance. We, we don't know who the Thunder are going to play at center next year. Um, that That's still up in the air, and they have a long time to figure that out, and that's not something to stress about right now. But let's say so- something happens with Baisley, for instance. Let's say a trade, um, he goes to the bench, etc. Depending on who the Thunder pick up for center, Justin, it could be a starting five of all international players. Shea's from Canada, Lou's from Canada, Josh is from Australia. Poku is from Serbia. And then whoever they play at the five. Has that happened in the NBA before? A, 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 star, a starting five in the NBA, not for injury, that's all foreign-based? That's interesting. That's a good question. Start printing the uh, iHot shirts. International House of Thunder. Oh, Anyone? I see what you did there. Uh, you like that? I like um, it. And I, I like how you subtly implied the future Thunder Center um, Thon Maker as part of that starting line. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Thon, 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 Thon. Okay. It's perfect. One of the things that I, I wanted to mention about Giddy, we've talked about his passing, but this line from San Vicini's draft book. I feel like we've over-indexed the, on, the draft on, novel, the draft encyclopedia. Exactly. Shout out to Sam Vicini, man. That that's a what a massive so undertaking. So much work. It's more work than I've ever put into anything ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Including he, your children. Well, he has this sentence to say about <laughs> Giddy. He says, "Worth noting, he has an utterly elite level feel for the game. There isn't another way to describe it. He thinks things." thinks things through multiple steps ahead of the rest of the guys on the court. That's pretty high praise. And and I think says a lot about probably what Sam Presti saw out of him. And it fits that mold that we're talking about. And I think when you, when you think about a guy like that, alongside Shea, who also seems to think things through a few steps ahead, mm-hmm. you know, when he's driving, that's why he was such a good driver. Uh, that that starts to feel like a really lethal combo. Like, how do you stop two guys playing together like that? Mm-hmm. And if Shea's cutting to the basket and Giddy's throwing passes on a rope out to three-point shooters. You have Poku doing the same thing on the other wing. You got Poku throwing, like... It's, All three of them can rebound and go. We're talking about the Harlem Globetrotters in Oklahoma City is, yeah, I think, right. what we're talking about. After it's that pick, some, somebody <laughs> tweeted out, like... The Thunder just instantly skyrocketed up league passports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was compared to last season. That was Jonathan Wasserman. Oh yeah, it was Wasserman. Yeah, that was a Shea, a yeah. Shea or, or a Poku re- block rebound outlet pass to Josh Giddy, who throws a no look behind the back pass to uh, to a Shea Gilgis Alexander, who does a sick reverse like finger roll kiss off the glass, like while Lou stands in the corner and flexes. <laughs> Hey, it's beautiful. No one's ever going to have to do get Roman ads ever again. That's right. We're all ready to go. Uh-huh. I didn't know how else I wanted to I say that. I didn't know where you were going to take that either. That, that was yeah. Well, well, so a lot of talk on Josh Giddy, and trust me, up until game one of the regular season, we're going to be talking a lot more about Josh Giddy. We can talk a lot about Josh Giddy at our watch party out mm. at Prairie. Ooh. There we go. So come While hang we're out. Watching him. Yeah. Uh, watching him play. Let's move on to the next thing the Thunder did tonight which was pick 16, traded it away to the Houston Rockets. Taylor, your thoughts on trading pick 16 to the Rockets for two future picks, one of them being a Detroit lottery-protected pick, the other being a Washington Wizards 
lottery protected pick. Uh, so the Thunder only get them if those two teams are in the playoffs. The Detroit one starts next season. Yep. The Washington one, not until 2023. But they both go on for a while. Like five or six years before they convert to seconds. So that, fir- that 2022 first from Detroit um, protected 1 through 16 in 2022, 1 through 18, and 23, 24, 1 through 13, 25, 1, 11, uh, 1 through 11 and 26, 1 through 9 and 27. Um, the Washington pick is protected 1 through 14 and 23, 1 through 12, 24, 1 through 10, 25, and 1 through 8 and 2026. 20, Not the best, most sexy assets to get in return for pick number 16. Um but when that trade happened, my initial thought, look, I, I definitely thought Shingun was going to be a Thunder player at that point of the draft. Um, but when we saw the trade come across, I was like, well, then their guy who they like, they know is going to be at 18. They're going to get additional assets for him. I do think that's what they did. You take that 10 times out of 10, you get additional assets, still get the player you want, and you're still able to consolidate um, uh, some of these draft picks. Because, again, you know, I, I know the Thunder aren't wanting to come in with five rookies <laughs> into training camp. Um unless they're going to draft and stash some of those guys either overseas or with the G League. So all that being said, I think it was the right move. What surprised me, and not to like just transition us already, but who they picked at 18, who their guy was, is not somebody, you know, Trey Mann is not somebody I, I had on the Thunder's radar. Again, similar, even like even more so, I think, than Josh Giddy. Um, but overall, I think it was a great move, again, to, to get additional assets um, when you knew that your guy was still going to be available two picks later. Yeah, that goes back to the the fluidity within this draft. Um, I know, True, I know Jacob said it before. Of like seven through twenty is kind of all just like a lump, and that yeah, nobody that, knows. Yeah, that matches what we talked about earlier. Of there's a lot of flexibility. So if you're Sam Presti, and you've again, he probably had a guy. He probably had Trey Man marked on his board, and it's looking like okay. I don't need to package. 16 and 18 together to move up to get Trey Man, and it gets to 16 and he thinks okay I also can trade away 16 and get something and still get Trey Man at 18 I think that's how you see the result that we got tonight I think we all we all talked a lot because it's fun to talk about trading up of like 16 and 18 to get 11 and maybe you go get someone at 11 but I think the reality is maybe Sam Presti wanted Trey Man all along and as the draft went on, felt he could get him at 18 and did the moves that, that he needed to do to secure that. Like Taylor said, those two future picks that they get are not super exciting. They're very heavily protected. But once again, it's it's fits Sam Presti's MO of stacking future assets. I just think that for me, I felt like, I don't know, and maybe we're not there yet. It feels like at some point you have to stop adding future exactly. assets and start like up. consolidating them. But again, Sam Presti, Sam Presti tells us what he's going to do. We just don't like to listen. And yeah, that's, he told true. us he told us all to have patience, and it's we're just not good at that. <laughs> I, I mean, I talked about this on a couple episodes recently leading up to this draft that this was the year to consolidate and, and to use some of those picks to move up because next year you have less, yeah. and the next year you have even less. Presty just broke that mold. Presty said, "You one hundred percent, yes." But <laughs> when you extrapolate out a little bit, the Thunder traded Danny Green for Al Horford and a pick. They traded Al Horford for Kemba Walker and a pick. They traded that pick for two picks. 
They're going to trade Kemba this offseason, and from everything we know, they're going to get more assets. Just the absolute king of stringing something out and and wringing the towel every last drop out of it, right? So it's interesting. It's also a smart move by Houston. They know that from here on out, they don't control a lot of their own draft picks, and so this is a good draft for them to take some swings because they know they're limited on what they can get in future drafts. Kind of the same thing. We mentioned this on the live stream and it just came even more to fruition. The fact that the Clippers for the next seven years don't control their own picks. The Thunder own those picks. So the Clippers took a high upside swing on Keon Johnson. They just traded back in the second round to get BJ Boston, right? So taking high swings because they know they don't have the luxury of making a lot of draft picks in the future because other draft picks belong to Oklahoma City, right? Very true. So last guy for us to touch on here, the SoundCloud rapper, Trey Mann. Trey Mann. Pumping that SoundCloud as soon as he's drafted. Love uh, it. It only has one song, so obviously it's a a new endeavor. (laughs) Well, hang on, uh, hang on. That, to be very clear... I pulled up. That was Apple Music. Oh, that was that song was on Apple Music. Okay, never mind. So he may have Impressive. more what's, on his what's, SoundCloud. And what, what's his his uh, rapper name again? Trey One K. <laughs> Trey One K. But I mean that uh, that's a step up. You have a song on Apple Music. That's different than having. Are a we song sure on this SoundCloud. is him? I'm pretty sure. It looks like him. It looks like. Here, look here like we go him. for the pod. Remember, there, there's yeah. like a minute of I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Bang. Yeah, it's Trey. Trey, man. There it is. That's his... Yep. There it is. <laughs> yeah, he does have some other some other uh, songs. Cold Heart has thirty four point four thousand downloads. Man, well there you go. Hey, it sounds like an episode of the Uncontested. Cold hey, Heart. <laughs> hey. So 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 give give me Trey Man thoughts, guys. My my first thought: he's a Florida guy, and the Thunder have yep. tons of ties to yep. the University of Florida, including Mark Dagnalt, the current yep. head coach, yep. who coached at Florida. Yep, right. Former Great head coach, point. coached at Florida. Great they, point. they love Brad Beal, who is from Florida. Yep. Uh, just just tons of connections there yep. to, to the Florida program. So it doesn't surprise me that they took a Florida kid. Besides that, what what are your guys' impressions? I got a I got a buddy who's a who's a Florida fan. Okay. And he messaged me and said that y'all are going to love Trey Mann. Ooh. He uh, could turn into a quality off the bench shooter and space maker. He's really nice with it. And I quote. <laughs> Um, so that's, I like that's, kids that are nice with it. <laughs> I like kids that are nice with it. Uh, that's a very unofficial draft analysis. Uh, my buddy is, is no Sam Vicini, but, uh, he's, he's a good kind of lighted up scorer. What does he shoot? Like 40 something behind the arc. Uh-huh. Uh, you like that. He's, he, he's what the kids would say. A bucket, a, mm, bucket. a walking bucket, walking a walking bucket. bucket, 40% from three. Um, yeah, the, the kid can score. He's absolutely a scorer. I just, I don't know that that really surprised me that that is I just did not have that on the Thunder's radar at all something kind of interesting the other Thunder or the other players the Thunder took at a pick 30 
what do they trade for again? 32. 32 with the Knicks. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl um, out of Villanova. They He actually has Robinson Earl uh, Vicini being he ranked over Trey Mann, which I find, find interesting. Oh, fascinating. But the thing with Trey Mann is like I, I like that swing for OKC because he fits that scoring need. Again, we keep talking about this versatility, but... It was the same reason that everybody liked Book Night. Exactly, exactly. And Trey fits that same exact kind of mold. I think you're spot on there. They aren't asking him to come in and be a creator or to be versatile. They're asking him to go out there and for uh, to, to quote the great Russell Westbrook shoot the piss out of the ball <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be able to do that I, yep. I told you guys this I think like in summer league Trey Mann's one of those candidates who like has like a 30 point takeover game where he's just scorching hot in summer league and Thunder fans are going to be rationally high on him he's going to take some time but I, I really like his fit with OKC I don't know much about him I haven't watched much on him I will uh, obviously we said he is he like a poor's man Horror man's James Booknight. Right. There's maybe some uh, some swaggy P there. Oh, hello. The game. Okay. The style. The SoundCloud rapping. The there, SoundCloud. There's some swaggy P there, I think. Yeah, that, I like now, that. And now the interesting thing, people always love to bring this up. And, and again, I don't buy much into this because the Thunder are at the point where it's just asset accumulation mode at this yeah. point. They're not drafting for fit. But there are a metric crap ton of guards on this team. Guys. Yes. And that that I think was the most surprising thing here is it was getting that point of like, okay, what what big are they going to take? Aaron Wiggins at number 55 for Oklahoma City. Right on cue. Thanks, Shams. Aaron Boom. Wiggins. I thought they were going to go friends here. I, I kind of did too. Um, Relation to Andrew? Yeah, that's his little... Isn't that his... I might be making this up. I swore it was I don't his know. little brother I have no out clear. of Maryland. Maryland. All right. Um, anyway, it it was. I know we were talking on the live stream about like Kai Jones. He made a lot of sense for the Thunder at this pick. So it's interesting that they chose to go with another guard given the number of guards on the roster. Um, KOC's mock draft had him shades of D'Angelo Russell. I can Ooh, see it. And I, a yep. taller Darius Garland. Oh, I like Ooh, that. A saucy. Lot. I like that a lot. Both. He's going to have to tighten that hand. Hey. Also, I'm sorry to get us completely off track on the pod, but on the live stream, I said we need to make getting getting giddy with it shirts. Yes, getting giddy Wiggins. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hate you, <laughs> comma man. Um, also, as I as I'm looking at a picture of Trey Man, and Nick pointed this out in our chat earlier, he has a tattoo of the 100, 100 emoji. emoji on yep. his shoulder, and like you said, Nick, the the swagger. To get a hundred things I emoji. regret from when I was eighteen. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, no yep. regrets. Yep. He's got to tighten up that handle. He's got to be become. He, he has to become more comfortable as a ball handler. And the defense is a big concern for Trey Man, which really surprises me again. That like, but Presti likes his scoring upside. Um, and like you said, that Florida connection. I think Dignall. I think you brought up a good point, Jacob. The Dignall connection there, and we heard you know um, Lee Ellis from No Dunks talk about. Dagnall being really big on Giddy after that workout. I think Presley's putting a lot of trust into Dagnall, which I yeah. really like. And he's groomed him for years. Exactly. You no, know, groomed exactly. him for years. Also, Aaron Wiggins, also Canadian, yeah? Yeah. No, the, the, inter, the, inter, the international prospect continues. That's crazy. That's a good point. I... Oh, that dog is snoring like crazy. Snoring. It's a snoring loud so snore. loud. I don't know if y'all can hear that on the pod, <laughs> but it is loud. He's got a loud snore. Um, 
Aaron Wiggins, I'm making a prediction now, two-way player for next season. That feels safe. Oh, that's good. I, I that's feel, really I feel good. like that's probably where he's going to end up. Um, all right, so we, we've touched on the draft picks. We've touched on the trades. We've touched on Shea Gilgis-Alexander still part of this basketball team, and he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yes, I think uh, that's very, very firm. Now, Justin, you had mentioned, you know, it's going to take patience. We have another tank season incoming. I feel very confident in that. It's not going to be a sit everybody on the bench tank season. I think it's going to be much more fun, much more entertaining uh, of a season coming up for the OKC Thunder as we get to watch some of these young guys really progress. And there, we now have a very clear view of the style of team the OKC Thunder are trying to build. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be interesting to see what the next moves are. Because the Thunder aren't done making moves. I mean, we obviously alluded to Kimba, but is is that it? I don't know. Kimba, a Shea extension. They got to get a center. Right. They have their own free agents that I think they're going to let a lot of them walk. Tony Bradley recently. Yep. They they didn't extend the qualifying offer. Yep. You have V Mahailuk. You have um, Mike Muscala. Yep. Lots of lots of potential for roster change between now and opening night. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see who they decide to keep in. I think OKC is still very firmly in roster exploration mode, yeah. both with the guys they picked up tonight, as well as probably guys that aren't even on the roster yet. Exactly. You're going to see some cycling throughout mm-hmm. the season of they're going to pick up a guy, he's going to play 20 games, and they're going to send him on his way because that's all they need to see. I think yeah. you're exactly right. And Something I keep thinking about too is like these past two drafts, we've seen Presti be very active um, after the draft's over in terms of drafting or uh, picking guys up on two ways, yep. um, G League deals, whatever it may be. I mean, obviously Lou Dort, um, Josh Hall last year, Moses Brown. Um, so I'd expect the Thunder to be pretty active again at the end of this draft, even if the roster spots aren't there. Because, like you guys said, I mean, I, there's a lot of uh, construction I think Presti still has to do heading into the, the latter part of the season. Definitely. So, it's going to be interesting. Let me ask you guys this before we sign off for the night. Is there a chance that we see a draft pick consolidation trade before the start of the season where the Thunder take a swing on a, an upside player? Not a Ben Simmons, but something closer of that ilk. That they decide to go for it and go get a guy. Because I will tell you right now, the timeline talk for Shea, even if he signs the extension, is not going to stop. Right. If Shea signs the extension, people are going to say, now you have a definitive timeline. Exactly. Right? And the, with Shea on board during this rebuild, it feels very Devin Booker with Phoenix Suns-esque That's to me. Except yeah. a more competent front office, let's right. be honest. Right. <laughs> Is there a chance they make a swing anytime soon? Or do you think that's where we're looking too short term here? I don't know if it's anytime soon. I really don't. But I, I think at this time next year, I mean, I'd be shocked if Presty doesn't go all in. Um, we, bro, we said that a month ago exactly, about right now. Exactly. Tonight, you know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Remember what I said earlier about uh, if anyone thinks Presty will do anything differently, they haven't been paying attention? Uh, that was directed at Taylor. <laughs> that was actually. No, I think. I, I don't think so. I don't. I think that Presti is going to continue to, if he takes a home run swing, it's going to be through the draft. I don't think it's anybody that's playing in the NBA yet. And I think we started to see him attempt 
to do that tonight. I think he's going to continue to make attempts at that in future drafts. If the lottery balls don't fall in OKC's favor and they don't get the number one overall pick where he can go get whoever he wants, he's going to try to trade up to do so. And we, we've we said it coming into tonight. It didn't work out tonight. But he's going to keep trying. He has the draft capital to make some enticing offers if the deal is right. I agree. I agree. Gentlemen, it's been a wild ride. We've been building towards this draft for months now. Oh, yeah. Ever since the trade deadline, really. This is where we've been progressing for. Um, it came. It went. <laughs> We're on the other side of it now. Yes. Uh, any last-minute thoughts for this episode uh, obviously, we're going to talk a lot more about these guys for the rest of the summer. You know, I liken this to um, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Lost, where everybody hated the ending of Lost. I didn't hate the ending of Lost. I thought it was really good. But I think the reason everyone hated it is because the speculation was fun. Making your That's own theories, point. piecing your own things together, and then when the end result didn't match up to whatever you had concocted in your head... It was kind of a letdown. This draft kind of feels like that. We talked about some crazy scenarios for the last three to four <laughs> months that were all honestly like way more exciting than what actually happened. But that's how it goes. And the speculation is not going to stop. So buckle up and uh, enjoy the ride and trust the process, I guess. <laughs> I'm just excited to watch these guys develop um, again. Like we're going to find ourselves in a similar position uh, next next year at this time hopefully with better results uh picking higher in the draft but when you're playing a bunch of youth like this around Shea Gilgis Alexander it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to have a blast but we aren't going to be winning a lot of basketball games and that's going to help the long-term goal so uh impressed who we trust hey all I gotta say is it's easy to have a hot take on draft night but we don't know for three years Jabari Parker was also the savior of Milwaukee (laughs) until he wasn't yep right so give it some time yep we'll see what happens Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for following along with the uncontested. We really, really appreciate your support. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, Prairie, Friday, August 13th, 6 p.m. Come watch OKC versus Golden State Warriors Summer League game. Get some free beer. Chat it up with us. Hang out. Have a good time. We will see you then. And we will be back with you Sunday night for our live stream show. As always, 9 p.m. We'll get Nick and, and Kamiar in here as well. So until then... And as always, in Sam Presti, we trust. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.